0: Couldn't decide on a song. We we couldn't decide on a song. We we couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 47 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson, and this week we're coming at you with 60% less people. <laughs> well. As opposed to last week.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: Sixty percent less.
0: We got to try but not to. But a hundred
1: percent, just as good.
0: <laughs> well said. Thank you. We got to try not to throw too many spoilers in here because Perry can't listen to us when when we spoil things like films. Yeah. Uh, well, start well, like... watching some movies, Perry. Christ. Yeah. Like what the fuck do you have to do? Seriously. Yeah. Jeez. Um. So. I think
1: you're supposed to work this weekend, but whatever. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's like somebody played hooky. Yeah, seriously. But whatevs, whatevs, bevs. Yep. So, um, talk about a couple things. We got a couple things to talk about. Um,
1: what are the, What? One of uh, one of those. Things. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. If you downloaded this on Sunday.
0: Happy Mother's Day, yo, mamas um, and step moms. Yeah.
1: Because those people get under. They're underappreciated.
0: Yeah, we don't get a lot of credit. Uh-uh. Um. So we're gonna talk about uh our experience filming our teaser.
1: Right. So on Sunday. We can I up. can
0: I talk about the other topics that we're going to talk about, okay, or do you just sure. want to like? No, I
1: thought we were right cut into right it. in as per usual. Let's outline the episode. Go, Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about filming our teaser. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the Game of Thrones um, reactions that people are having. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about a uh, a film that we watched, uh, First Reformed, I believe it was called. Yep, Ethan Hawke uh, and
1: Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, Safe read.
0: and uh, the It trailer dropped, which apparently was, you know, something people were waiting for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. So now you can go ahead and start flapping your fucking gums.
1: Okay, so, hey, yeah, we went and filmed some stuff on Wednesday. Yeah. We went up and um, so we, as you may or may not know, if this is your first time tuning in, we are in the process of uh, crowdfunding. We're not crowdfunding right now, but we're getting the crowdfunding campaign ready. Uh, for our film, a vital sign, which we're filming shooting in the fall. So on Wednesday, we went up to the location mm-hmm. in which we're filming to film kind of like a a teaser for. Hmm, you had said it best. I think it's 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 a teaser that can show the tone of the film, mm-hmm. but also con- you can conceptualize what. We're able to do Mm -hmm. um, with no money. So that way, once we get money, we can make it even better.
0: Yeah. Or somebody could just be like, well, if you could do that with no money, then just keep going.
1: Well, no, because we got to pay the actors, we got to pay the location fee, we got to pay sound first AC you don't have to PA. pay those people
0: but well we we, we do. do
1: we have to because it's like that what's the point I don't
0: know I'm I'm not sure but there's just like this whole world out there where people, people, do people stuff just know free. that and they, they know those people and we don't know those people so. no
1: we do not sucks for us yeah yeah um,
0: it's very dark in here today.
1: It is, but that's fine. It's very moody. It's cold. It's raining.
0: That we The teaser was interesting because we didn't go in with any type of like storyboard or plan because it, it's... Well, you'll see eventually why. Yeah. It was not but, really something that you could storyboard.
1: Right. Because there's not... Um, because it's just kind of a conceptual teaser, there's no narrative structure to it. So the idea was to just get... Just shoot some stuff that shows our competence level as well as the tone and the mood tone and the mood of the film. So we knew we knew we made shot. they made a, a shot list in the old noggin mm-hmm. of all the stuff we wanted to get, and we went up and shot it. Um, which is easy because it's just like a two-minute piece, you know.
0: Yeah, um, but we still managed to completely have two different ideas of several shots and things like that. Yeah, we're sort of like the the pioneers, if you will, of misreading one another's ideas. Yeah. And um, like, I'll say, I want a shot of like a hand going this way, like upstairs or whatever. And then when I see what your interpretation of that is, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, going up the stairs, you're like, this to me is what going upstairs would be. <laughs> like We always do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. So that's why actually storyboarding like literally showing like no the hands facing this way Mm -hmm. looking like this and that um and
1: and to be clear for the film that will be the case we will be storyboarding. yeah everything
0: so this was challenging because this was a lot of my interpretation of what i think this Mm -hmm. is and then your interpretation of it Mm -hmm. and and the
1: i mean the interpretation the i don't want to say miscommunication because we you know we straighten everything out you know just through talk you know figuring out what we wanted but you know it's it's not a lack of interpretation of the tone just the specific shots that the we want to get actual
0: shots and yeah. angles of it
1: so i think it's good to have to be specific um when you're working with a, a production partner and you're especially like if you were not let's say you weren't going to go with me and i was just going to go up and shoot it that it's That'll even look more totally different. it would be even more important for us to be that would be a case where we would need storyboards and stuff yeah and if, if I'm a one man band, then maybe storyboards aren't as important, but because we do this together, we wanna make sure that we're both on the same page so we know whether we agree or not with the effectiveness of a shot, we know exactly what's being shot. Yeah. So that's lesson one and two. I guess, right? There's two lessons in there.
0: Yeah. I mean it's not like we didn't know that already yeah. but we had the we kind of had the time to kill a bit. So You think we after did that being together
1: bit. for, you know, twelve years or whatever that we would kind of know each other's
0: sensibilities. I know that your sensibility is nothing like mine. I know that for sure. I know that when I say facing this way, you're going to go in the complete opposite direction. So that's yeah. why I go, can I see the shot? And then you show me and I'm like, no, that's not exact. That's not like even close to what I said at all. And you're like, oh, this is how I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got it. That's that's why I wanted to see it. Um,
1: right. So, yeah. So some cases there are, you know, if we have time, concessions will be made and sometimes we'll try both shots. Your version, my version, and we'll see how it works in the edit. Yeah. Um,
0: I think I probably, to to more traditional um, roles in film, I probably come off as a really bossy, pushy person. Because it's like, what are you doing in there, writer, actor? What do you care what angle that's from? Um, but, I mean, it, we do kind of visualize things together. I, I would...
1: Well that well, in in your writing process you have
0: Yeah, but in the traditional roles I'm talking about like oh, yeah. most writers Well, in traditional roles writers... I take your
1: script and have a nice day and then yeah, I destroy Yeah, and see it. you
0: later. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Um but we we do this together. It's just that I can't be in front of the camera and behind the camera. You know, we can't like co and brother it because mm-hmm. they're both behind the camera so they can yeah. do that and they can talk about the shots like with me, I have to just go like, "All right, this is this is what what I'm thinking." And hopefully you're kind of close to that. And then I'm going to go over here in front of the camera and, you know, and then it, then it's on you to, to get it. And every so often I I'll right. kind of bounce back and just like take a look at a shot, just especially if a shot's super important to me. That's, those are usually the ones that I'm like, can you play it back? Yeah. I just want to make sure. Well, that, I was
1: going to say, to be fair, it's not like you're micromanaging every shot.
0: No, no it's just specific shots ones that, that are like. Yeah,
1: there's one, there's. You know, you're going to have shots that you think will work well, so let's get those. I'm going to have shots that I think, you know, it's not, you're not, you're not micromanaging that way, but you do have specific shots that you would like to see shot. And that's, I don't, I don't think there's anything. I not mean, not there's
0: anything wrong with that.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, as a, I mean, you say you're a writer actor, but you're also a filmmaker and you produce it. It's not like.
0: Yeah, I guess, but the, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be like, hi, I'm Sashia, a writer, actor, producer, co-producer, executive producer, I'm director I'm director, DP,
1: producer, editor, Yeah, gray. but you don't
0: say all that. You're like director, DP. Those yeah. are like your main things. Although I think editing, like, I but don't know I think... what, you always kind of push editing out. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. It's like, well, what's the point? Okay, you get all of this stuff, right? You So you have a director and you have a cinematographer and you get all this footage and you get your lighting where you want it. Then what do you do with it? It has to, there's, if someone's not editing this. There's no point in, in any of it. A lot of, of my editing is, is job. done
1: on set, you know, so I already kind of know yeah, but what's that's going on. So it's kind of cheating.
0: Same. Yeah, the same. It's still a lot of work. Anyhow. So that's how that went. Yes. Um, we, we had to nix one of the scenes at the location because it was very buggy out. Yeah. And um, so then we decided to do it in a different location. Mm-hmm. And we were there like a total of maybe 30 minutes. And I had a tick on me tick. that had burrowed into my skin already. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty convinced I'm going to die. Uh, but That's what's
1: tricky. You now, we, we have all this beautiful, uh, you know, foliage and, and yep, woods in, and stuff. But up, then you got all the ticks. Up here in the north. Yeah.
0: It's... Uh,
1: so we may have to try to think about...
0: I'm I'm a little... I mean, there's...
1: Changing some of those shots uh, because of...
0: This is... this. I mean, I'm... It's a safety
1: I'm, thing, right? You know, you don't want your actors I don't know what it's going to be ticks. like at the
0: end of September. Those ticks are year-round, but right now they're like rampant. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I don't know end of September how big of an issue this may or may not be. I'm not sure. But aside from like dowsing everybody in... I mean, if they want to use like... The chemical stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. like using that, but um, you know, dowsing myself in something, some natural aroma, something, Mm -hmm. but that's still oh god, I don't know.
1: But it's not something that you think about as a filmmaker, like right, all right, let's go film in the woods, it'll be cool. But then you gotta think about there was
0: actually one shot there (laughs) at the house that we weren't even in the woods, we were in the on the yard. I was, I, I walked on the grass yeah. for 20 seconds and I felt something on my leg and there was a tick crawling up my leg. I was yeah. like, I just got into the grass. Like, I well, you were barefoot, but still. No, no. I had my sneakers oh, on, did. but okay. I had but like, that was
1: the barefoot I had
0: leggings mm. that were rolled up a bit. So they, I mean, I felt it, it hadn't gone like burrowed in yet, but yeah, yeah. it was a big old tick right on my leg. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And in this scene, we're laying on the ground in the woods. I mean, they're going to be in our hair and mm-hmm. in our scalp and, yeah. uh, yeah. It's just So
1: we have to think about safety. So we have to think about how this scene is how we're gonna uh uh, how we're gonna execute this scene in the safest possible way.
0: I know. I don't think it's something that I honestly I don't think it's something most people really think of. I mean when you consider how many films are filmed in the woods, how many post apocalyptic and people are rolling around in the grass and mm -hmm. they just kinda go like, Well, I may get a tick, I may not. But Lyme disease is really terrible so That's it's like i would be with. like responsible for having people rolling around tick infested woods mm-hmm. um but
1: those but um filming so now we go up there and we film a whole bunch of for lack of a better phrase random shots right mm-hmm. which then we bring back and then we put it together as an edit and as as an editor uh those are kind of like fun challenges which reminds me of like those challenges you'd get Though you get a bunch of footage and a piece of music and you're like here tell a story mm-hmm. you know so you get to be really creative with that and um, you know you watch it and you kind of feel like editing for me is more about feeling everything out you know uh, put it together with how i think it'll be watch it a few times how does it make you feel like get a yeah. sense for it and then there were a couple changes or oh, of course, a couple yeah. things that
0: we that like it, the, you did the, you did one, your first cut yeah, the first and then, pass, yeah. um, and that was immediately like, oh no, no, we need a darker scene because we, we had yeah. cut the wood, we cut the wood scene out obviously because that was like ticks and flies all over the place and yep. not, and not just to be like a big pussy about it. Like, oh, there's flies, but I'm thinking of it as like, these are really close up shots. Right. Yeah, you know, and I don't want flies yeah. crawling all over my face. So it's like, that's not. It's not that kind of movie. If it was like a horror movie, I guess that would work great. Yeah. But
1: it was a beautiful day, which was great for us uh, from a temperature standpoint, but yeah, not from a mood standpoint. Not, yeah,
0: it was so a bit So the, the exterior
1: stuff was a bit. Um,
0: not, uh, not, inc- not, 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 not bright. Like it was too bright, just mood wise. Yeah, mood wise. Right? And so I was like, okay, we really needed the darker wood scene. So then we just did it the next day in a different location. And that, you know, that's where I got my lovely tick, but um, it needed it. It really needed that dark Mm -hmm. kind of feeling to it. So then we filmed that. And I think we, I mean, we pretty much have like a, we may do like one more shot, shot but we pretty much have the, the, um, it's in order. The scenes are in order. Everything's in kind of, we found, I found the music pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Normally this is difficult. Mm -hmm. And I found, I found it, I'd say probably after like 20 minutes, Listening to stuff, and I was like, This really sound." And, th- and this is the thing, right? Initially, I was like, Oh, we're gonna go with like a meditation bell, yeah. and it's gonna be like kind of more silent, no music, this and that. And then I heard this, and I was like, actually think this sounds pretty good. Work
1: a little bit better, yeah. So you have to
0: be open minded to that. You can't, there, maybe there's some things that you're like, It has to be this, but yeah. I didn't think I was gonna go this route. I didn't think it was gonna work with music. Me either. I
1: didn't think, you know, I, I had that in my head of a more. Uh, Obscure kind of
0: yeah
1: audio bed or whatever, but um, I think this works great yeah for. It. But it's just you know it's just to show what we're thinking, where where, where our heads at with everything, what mm-hmm. and to show people what we're capable of making, you know. Yeah. Um, so people don't think that we're just like, hey, give us money and then we'll shoot it on an iPhone or something. It's iPhone. Yeah. What are we unsane? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> are you unsane? Are you insane? Oh. So
1: that was our adventure. Um, yeah.
0: So that was that. Um, Okay, so let's go... Oh, and a
1: huge shout out to Ryan. Yes. For helping us out. Uh, He came up to kind of PA a little bit for us.
0: I think it's Allerid. Yeah. Ryan Allerid. He is Brent Bruckner's stepson, I believe. Yeah. So... So shout out to him for the help. It's all in the family. Yeah. Uh, He's he's kind of learning the ropes, and so Mm -hmm. he's going to help us out. And probably there for the shoot. And uh, yeah, so... Appreciated that. So we... um, We're going to talk about game of thrones a bit mm. i don't even really talk about too much about happened in the episode because it wasn't too like <laughs> i mean mm. i saw a lot of yeah, this we're comment. gonna
1: spoil last week's just so you're aware
0: not really i'm not really i'm not even oh. really gonna spoil it i'm okay. not even gonna spoil it never mind then <clears throat> i'm talking more about the there's uh... this like i'm not getting into the cup there was a cup in the scene yeah, yeah, okay whatever. i think Big they deal. took it out whatever <laughs> like, people talked about that cup like this is what drives me crazy about social media and Facebook especially, mm-hmm. which is why I, I tend not to even... I like I mean, I use Facebook, but well, not... Twitter's
1: even worse, I think. It is
0: the worst. It's like everyone thinking they're the first person. Like, if you much. heard about this everyone's heard it already. We don't need you to then yeah. post.
1: Everybody has their take on it. Oh yeah.
0: my, not even a take, but to be like, oh my God, look, they left a cup. Yes, I know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. You, can, If you went on <laughs> Facebook, if for you to post that on Facebook means that you went on Facebook and you saw that a hundred other people posted that. Mm-hmm. You're not bringing anything new to the table. Can yeah. we stop? <laughs> Just stop. Um, but more so, I was going to comment on this sort of I don't know, this season's getting, like, massive hate by their, quote, yeah. biggest fans. Yeah, there's a little um, bit of
1: what, what we like to call in the business backlash.
0: Look, I've, I think of it two ways. There's there's You're going to have people that just have to complain about something constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they hate everything and they micromanage it. You know, it's the, the, the Star Wars fans, you know, that are never happy with anything and nothing's ever right. So you have those. And then you have people that claim to be really big fans. But then are just like constantly bitching and moaning about how this season is not living up to their standards. Or it's mm-hmm. like, I didn't, or the I'm the standards
1: not, that they feel the show should be at. Yeah,
0: it's this whole like, it's, I don't know, this, I'm not really feeling this season. And when I think of those people, I think of like, I think mm-hmm. of that kind of person. And I, I don't mean to be sexist here, but it's usually it's usually dudes that want to come across as if this is the last season. This is this mm-hmm. is it. So they wanna they wanna come across like this tough guy, right? And they they're they're dating this person. This person is like, yeah, I don't think we're working out, and I actually want to break up with you. And then they walk around like, whatever. I don't care. Like I don't care anyway. I like you anyway. So it's like this. It I, I feel like I was some only with people. with you because I felt bad for you. Yeah, I feel like some people are. <laughs> Are in this mourning period so yeah. much so that rather than accept that this is the last season and people are look if you don't know people are dying off like I mean come on that's kind of mm-hmm. the show's always that oh, no no characters well, ever that's been the, safe. that's
1: the ironic part right is it almost feels like people aren't dying enough for people
0: yeah there's that too I I have to admit I was kind of hoping they they'd, they'd axe Snow yeah. <laughs> like why are you still here uh but
1: because he smolders man. I don't. That dude just but smolders. his
0: character never knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. He's always oh, He's the worst military he strategist the ever. Worst. <laughs> like, he just has zero concept of like what yeah. it means to be a leader. And I guess that's part of the character, right? Because he never asked for it. That's always yeah, been yeah. the thing. He never asked to be He's put in this position. He's more of like a soldier.
1: Yeah, uh, whatever. Either I don't know. Way.
0: He's more of a like, go do that over there. But he doesn't yeah. he can't can't come up with a plan. So um, yeah, it's like this this denial that people are having. So they're trying to hate it as much as they can. So they can sort of soften the blow, I guess. Mm. Like, look, it's the end. It's yeah, ending. Well, it's about,
1: it's about, um, it's to your point where you had said, like, well, if you don't like it, then just don't watch it. It's yeah. Like, whatever. But it's also um, accepting the show on its own terms, right? This is the story that... The, and, the, and the
0: book stopped. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, the, so they have, uh, hello. They don't, they don't have that... <laughs> To, to feed off of but it's just like accepting the show on its terms so it's like either you're you're in or you're out and you don't have to like every aspect of it I don't like every aspect of it no. there's problems I have but there's also problems I had in season 3 and 4 and 5 yeah exactly no show is perfect but and, and I think that the show is so big <clears throat> here's the thing right what's the is thing is that You have this show, there's so much speculation in the show. Mm -hmm. And this goes with a lot of movies, like sequels especially, where you have everybody talking about all the stuff that could be happening and going back into the lore and all this Mm -hmm. stuff so that when the actual event happens, whatever it is, a a show or a movie... Someone's going to be disappointed. They're going to be disappointed because they feel like there's been so much invested into it when it's really just been something in their head that they've thought about over and Mm. over and over again where it's like, well, no, maybe... Maybe the night. Maybe what happened to the night king is just what happened. Like, why does it right. have to be something bigger?
0: And but and there's also like having a theory, just being like, oh, I think, because like personally, I, I I think you know Arya is gonna take it. Yeah, that's just that's just what I think. But if yeah, it doesn't I happen, my, I have my
1: my, my thoughts. I'm not gonna I be think like. I'm gonna predict it right here. Spoiler. There's two two. I have two things. It's not a spoiler because I okay. don't know what the hell's gonna happen. But there's two things. Either, Jamie. And Cersei are gonna die together. He's gonna like gonna kill her, but then yeah. he's, uh, you know, on the way out. Or Jamie's gonna die and then is gonna take his he- face and kill Cersei. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the two that I, I predict.
0: Cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, the whole yeah. Danny
1: Jon Snow thing, I, I don't know. She's really, they're really pushing the Mad Queen thing, and I don't know if that's because. They want to swerve at the end, or if they want to set up this thing with John and, and yeah. Danny to fight.
0: I hope. I hope it's like between Arya and Cersei and Jamie. I hope it like that triangle is what, what sort of takes place. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to be like waste of seven years or eight years, or whatever yeah. it was. It's just like okay, that's not what that's happened. That's the story they told. That's just my. That's yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. So um, yeah. I don't know. Just relax, people. Like Jesus, get a life. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> You know, do you know I think it's how good, but no, frustrating but he, the, it was to watch The Walking Dead as long uh, yeah. as we did and then go like, I just can't do, I gave up. I didn't go online and and like bash the show. It's just like, this is gonna, I said it before we stopped watching and I was like, this is going on too long. I don't think we're going to make it. It's going on for too long. And then we just were like, all right, I'm done. But I think it's,
1: it's, and, and I don't want to come off too whatever, but it, I think it's good to, to Criticize things, you know, like healthy criticisms. Like, I like when people watch our films and say, hey, I, "I like this part," "I didn't like this part," and here's why. Mm-hmm. So, I think that kind of debate or or discussion, um because I think I think film criticism is important. But I don't. I think when you get when it when it becomes just bashing a show because it's not doing what you want, yeah, I think there's a huge difference there. What are you doing, right? <laughs> Where's your show? It's like
0: $100 million an episode or something. Yeah. For some people to say this is the worst season ever, like, really? There were other seasons that, honestly, I, I kind of like at some point of the show was like, yeah. you know, certain things were kind of going on. I was like, eh, I don't really like this season yeah. too much. I forget which season it was. There was one in particular that kind of was boring to me. I'm like, just just the battle scene alone in this one. With the Night King, makes it one of the better seasons for me. That alone was a great episode. Yeah. So it's like, oh, just stop it.
1: Yeah, from a from a um a technical standpoint, how they pulled that all off. I mean, they had these really great one takes with like Jon Snow fighting and the hook. The yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really good things that are happening there. Um, I'm and telling I think, you, I
0: just think it's it's sensitive people getting they're getting hit in in their feel maker hmm. and in their their heart place. They and feel they're, betrayed. And they're like, well, I don't like this show anyway. Whatever.
1: Yeah, like I, 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 even as somebody who does still enjoy the show a lot, I can sense the the tone shift from once we have the books to once the books are over. Mm-hmm. They know, you know, and to their credit, they know we're going to end it here. So let's end it there. You know, versus just, they could have just,
0: oh they, they could have dragged kept kept telling, this out. Yeah,
1: they could go, uh, you know, they forever. They could have walking dead and it. And HBO would have been like, here's your blank check, you know. Um, but they're like, we have an end goal and this is where we're going to get, you know, like in the last episode, there was a lot of time jumps, which kind of, um, you know, like one minute they're at sea and the next minute they're back you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's like that would have taken a month, but it happened in like two seconds. So that kind of stuff to me is jarring, but I'm, I'm in, you know, I, I I, understand why they had to do that. They have a lot of story to tell. They want to wrap everything up. There's no way that they can wrap everything up in less than a season or two. And they're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they're, you know, they're. it's a tough thing to do. And a lot of people aren't going to agree with how they do it. But that's just how they're doing it. And
0: that's it. Uh, it is know. what it is.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's that.
0: Anyhow. So, uh, woo. Ooh. So, um, speaking of sequels, because you had mentioned sequels, yeah. before. So the Segway. the the It trailer mm-hmm. dropped.
1: It Chapter Two.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't. I, I'm not so much with the remakes, especially. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll say this.
1: See, this is where we disagree. I didn't mind it. I thought it was.
0: You never saw the original. No,
1: I did so not. So you were in. Remake... You didn't
0: have like that nostalgic yeah, yeah. investment into it. So here's what I'll say. Going back into the original, that mm-hmm. film was crap. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, when you look at the makeup was beautiful, and mm-hmm. and you you don't get a, a better Pennywise in in my opinion. As much as I love Sarsgaard, yeah, as much as I love Guard, you know, it, he was the, the original. It was was the clown mm-hmm. for me. But um, when you go back and you watch, it's like when you watch these things from when you were a kid, and you're like, God, was this always so terrible? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as a kid, that was a scary movie mm-hmm. now it's Magoo. So, so in comparison to it this one's better mm-hmm. obviously well, for, except yeah, well, for that course. weird scene in the garage when he gets big yeah, and, i'm one, like what one. the hell happened
1: but but if there was never any original it or show or anything uh, yeah I'll, I'll i think it would i'd been, say this
0: was pretty good yeah but i just i hate jumping off of shit that's already been made you could have done something else I think I don't mm-hmm. know, but but anyhow, it's here. Whatever, it's been made. There's nothing to do about it. So the first one was to me not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Yeah. And then you know this this everyone was talking about how the second one's going to be so scary and they're going to do all this stuff and I didn't really view it as much of a, a trailer as I did a, a scene. Yeah, it well, seemed was like, like they just showed a big scene, scene and then
1: they had a com- uh, a, a small little teaser small, after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the I, I thought the trailer was pretty effective. I could have done without the whole
0: scene. That whole scene was too much. Um, but I kind of the old lady was like, "Yeah, yeah. we get it. You yeah. can't trust her. We knew, we knew was, right was, away. Yeah, yeah, you knew immediately. It, there was no, like, if they had maybe kind of made that a bit more ambiguous. Yeah, it would have been creepier. But the second just, I saw that woman, I was like, like, she's. Yeah, not right, and something's gonna be in the background because there's way too much space to mm-hmm. the left or right of this mm-hmm. character, so something's gonna pop up in the background, and lo and behold, it did. Mm-hmm. So
1: we had know. little. Yeah, little things moving around in the background, which was creepy, I guess you know. But yeah, I think it it could have been like twenty, like seventy five percent shorter, and still accomplished the same thing.
0: Yeah, I don't don't like showing a scene like a whole scene like that.
1: But I'll watch the movie. I mean, it looks competently made. It looks you know well shot, and you got a lot of uh, good actors in it. So yeah, I'll probably watch it.
0: The uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna watch it because of the actors. Quite honestly, if they had done this again and it had been the kids again. I'm saying, yeah. if if it had been the kids again, um, I, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have like gone out of my way to watch it. But because James McAvoy's <laughs> in it, and I love him, I'm like okay, I'll, well they're all great. All all yeah, the they, they're they're like, all good yeah. actors. But James McAvoy is like one of my favorites, so yeah. I I'll watch it for him. But
1: and Stephen King, I, I he, had read that he had I had saw he had tweeted that he liked it a lot. The yeah, sequel so. he tends not to like. Stuff. Yeah, he tends not to like that. So that's that's uh, unless he's getting some back end money, then. <laughs> To say, I love this film. Yeah,
0: I I highly doubt that he's itching for yeah. cash. <laughs> he's
1: struggling. The struggling, feel, struggling young uh, writer. Yeah, I Steven feel King. like he's
0: pretty set. Yeah, something tells me. Um, but I'm actually gonna I'm gonna mush two two conversations in because Jessica Chastain is She's in great too it. But I also want to kind of jump onto uh, a comment that she had made on Twitter mm. regarding Game of Thrones. Okay, and I
1: didn't, uh, so this is. Breaking news to me. Let's do no, this. No, it's not. So
0: she had, she's done this before. She's not a fan. Of, she's commented on this before, I should say. She's not a fan of victimizing strong female characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I did, I, I did, I, yeah, I did. you did hear it. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> um, she had chimed in on Sansa's character mm-hmm. um, being strong, quote, mm-hmm. because she had been sexually victimized. Right. Which I did not take from that. At all, How, what was your and reading? And several, the scene? well, several, several uh, sex abuse and and rape survivors actually chimed in on in, in defense of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. because, yeah, I I agree that Hollywood has this really uh, shitty habit of victimizing women to make them strong, but I think we're starting to see that sort of branch out a bit. Uh-huh. You know, you're getting more, you're getting stronger female characters that aren't always victimized, but. The reality is that especially if you you have to think of it of that in that time women were getting raped a yeah. lot you know i mean it, rape is still a thing even with laws and yeah, and yeah. and you know so this was something that was not uncommon to take place this is something that most likely would have happened to Sansa's character mm-hmm. so it's a reality and it's still a reality for for many women unfortunately and men mm-hmm. and so i think it's important that those people have An example of being able to to still survive that.
1: Yeah. See, my now again, I'm a guy um, a bit a bit out of touch. So take what I'm about to say with a huge mountain of salt. But my reading of the scene was that she the the mountain right he hound hound sorry the hound was like if you would have stayed like I felt like he felt bad about it Mm -hmm. and then her what she had said was kind of looking at the silver lining of her life. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, everything it, that happened was freaking her- her- horrific, but I guess I'm a stronger person now because of it, maybe. I don't know. See, I she took was it just totally trying-
0: differently. Yeah,
1: that's that's how I took it. And again, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a rape survivor. I am a guy, so. Um, well, you can
0: still be a rape survivor as
1: so a guy. No, I know, but I'm 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 not. Yeah, so, it
0: it's, it's that that was um, my
1: initial reading of the scene. Um,
0: I didn't read. I I, I didn't knew read it as would. her
1: like. Thank God, I was raped because now I'm strong. Like I feel like she would have been strong she, anyway.
0: I don't think that's like that's. If somebody thinks that's what she was saying, I think what they were arguing is that why did she have to be raped in order to have had this, you know, this huge learning experience and arc as a woman and strength and all that stuff. No,
1: a lot of the stuff I've read is that the only way that she, like, if she didn't, if she she didn't go through all that stuff, then she wouldn't have been strong. She yeah, still that's would have what been I'm saying, that she had to,
0: that, that implying that she had to be raped in order to have this growth in her life right but I didn't get that from what she was saying when he when he made the comment about her being you know a little bird and all this whatever it was she was I felt that her response was more and like, look I've been through all these things I'm under no false pretense that the world is not gonna eat me up right like I'm it, that it's not just it wasn't just a, Okay, yes, yes, she did get raped, but she was also married to Joffrey, for Christ's yeah. sake, you know, and she she watched her father be beheaded. So I think that was cumulative mm-hmm. on, like, all the things that I've been through, including being raped. Mm-hmm. I, I think if she hadn't been raped, she still would have been a strong character. Right. She went through a lot of shit. It wasn't right. just that. She was just kind of commenting on, like, the person that you knew back then, I've been through way too much shit since then to, to still be that naive. Mm-hmm people read into stuff too much and get you know i i I understand the concern because it is such a problem and always has been with women in in films but Mm -hmm. i i don't i didn't take that from it at all and i i think even if that were kind of the case it's relevant to that time that is most likely something that would have happened and it does happen and i think it kind of it gives, it empowers people who have been in that situation to say like, yeah, I can still, I could still surpass this. Yeah. So whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. No shade at Jessica Chastain, but I just think people are just kind of like jumping on a little bit too hard mm-hmm. and, and it's a tough maybe thing. Undermining you know, the actual growth that could yeah. be taken. From it's a
1: it. tough thing because you want, you obviously want, stuff to be represented properly. And you yeah. don't want women to be um, you know, fridged or whatever they say and all that sort of stuff. But then at the same time, you also want to be able to write characters that are assholes and do shitty things. Yeah. Um and so there's a there's a it's a really kind of a struggle struggle to balance those things, I think, in in this current climate. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say like people need to shut up be they're being too sensitive. I think that Hollywood has so far to go when it comes to oh, yeah. women in film and and stuff but at the same time you have to kind of look at the bigger picture in the context of what this character would or wouldn't do and hey maybe you still think that Sansa would shouldn't have said that and that's 100% your right to believe that but um i just think that it's it, you, you, when you're writing female characters you have to be <clears throat> you have to kind of be um uh, Sensitive to what's going on, yeah. But I mean, that's that's a general statement. You could say you could say that at any time because it's yeah. it's 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 a bad situation in Hollywood. Well, with the ladies,
0: with the ladies, and, well, and
1: actually not with the ladies, with the men for the, the ladies. ladies, yeah, for the ladies. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, sorry.
0: Um, okay, so a review. A review. We, we watched First review. Reform, which was directed by with Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, which was directed by Paul Schrader, who mm-hmm. wrote. Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. He wrote a bunch of other things, but yeah. those are the two films that most people would obviously know. And, and you,
1: you, I had never heard of this film, but you had rented this film. Rented. Yeah. Well, hey, we still get we DVDs still get DVDs from, DVDs from
0: Netflix. Netflix. We stream and we get DVDs because yeah. we're just geriatric, cinematically geriatric. Yeah. Not everything's available
1: for streaming. I know
0: it's not everything. If they made it, I would easily pay more money for streaming if you got everything. Like yeah. I don't understand why they still have discs. Like why yeah. don't you just put everything, make everything streaming, and just charge me more money to to have more of a selection? I, right,
1: because if we got rid of the disk we we'd pay less, but we'd have less
0: options. Yeah, so we'd pay. I'll pay the same amount as I've been paying for both, but just give me both in one. Yeah, one service. Anyhow,
1: anyway,
0: <laughs> you hearing that Netflix, Netflix, and pay your Netflix. taxes. So yeah, um, seriously, pay your. Uh so yeah so I I had seen this the trailer for this like last year mm-hmm. and I thought the tone was really cool mm-hmm. and I was like oh I'm going to like this this is going to be good and then it there was a lot of buzz about it and how this was the the performance of Ethan Hawke's life and then it was like there was some Oscar He's an talk underrated about actor. it He is but here's the thing I didn't think this was the performance of his life It was a good Uh, performance. It was a good performance, but it was like, oh, okay, this, this happens. I mean, this this happens with film, right? You can watch Mm -hmm. you can watch a trailer. Trailers are deceiving like that. You can watch a trailer and then you watch a film. You're like, that is not what I thought I was watching at all. And that this is this was a perfect example of that. I thought this was something completely this. The mood and the tone was completely different to me than what it actually wound up being. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was one scene. If you watch the film, you'll know what scene we're talking about. Think if you saw the second season of OA, if you had this what the fuck moment yeah. in that show. That's right. This film did that. There was this fucking malik like
1: esque. It just broke out into a malik film. In the yeah, of and I'm
0: like, what the hell? And I understand the like the symbolism and everything, but it was it just, just it so out of place. Out of place. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was thinking with that scene. Uh, whatever to to each their own i guess but i was not a fan of yeah, that took, scene at all it took
1: me out a little it,
0: it took me out a lot and um it was very very slow paced but mm-hmm. what really bugged me was i think the aspect ratio that yeah, they, they shot filmed in i i hated that and he, his his uh Justification. justification for doing that was that he said that makes you feel more claustrophobic yeah. I just felt like he I liked, got he screen liked way, cheated, quite honestly yeah. he
1: liked the way that it framed the human body and he he liked the feeling of claustrophobia that it it, it led didn't to make the me feel
0: claustrophobic it made me feel annoyed <laughs> and it was actually kind of giving me a headache because it almost had this like fish eye kind well, of bend to it, it that it,
1: I think that and I have I haven't done any research so I don't know for sure but it definitely felt like they shot a lot of wide ang- wide angle lenses. Not a lot of Mm. telephoto lenses. So there was very little depth of field in all of it. And it felt like the camera had a wide-angle lens and the camera was really close close to the person versus, you know technical nerds I guess it's like you have a 21 or 25 or an 18 or something and you're super close to the subject versus having like a 50 or an 85 and being far away and then it so and hey that's a that's a creative choice and and everything but it just kind of for me watching it I just it kind of it, it made me notice it right and the whole noticed point noticed it right away yeah so the whole but the whole but point we kind
0: of we kind of tear shit apart a lot so
1: yeah but a lot of times you know that sort of stuff is supposed to be is supposed to bring you into the film instead of taking you out yeah um, it definitely
0: took me out mm-hmm. uh, i i didn't i did it was it had just had a it did weird things to my eyes and it was just mm-hmm. i couldn't kind of like really get into it and then the depth of field thing was just kind of like what's happening here and it it had a 3.5 million dollar budget which you know to to people like us is a lifetime worth of films. Yeah. But...
1: But in a, uh, Ethan Hawke and Amanda yeah, Seyfried th- movie, that's nothing. Yeah, that's a nothing. pretty
0: modest budget. Yeah. And I just... I, I don't know. The artistic choices there on how to film it and the aspect ratio just really threw me off. Um, the ending... I enjoyed the ending because it was left up, up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one half will say it went one way. The other half will say it went another way. I won't say what happens. But um, I, I naturally took it the darker route. Yeah. I assumed the 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 darker. And um, so I, I did really enjoy that. I love ambiguous endings, type of yeah. endings and messages where somebody could say, hey no, I, I think this is what happened yeah. and somebody thinks something totally different. I really liked that. Yeah. That was great. I just wished I don't know that the performance of Ethan Hawke's life I didn't get that. Mm. It was good, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't, I I don't know. Mm. And if I ever met Ethan Hawke, he would probably hit me in the throat for saying this, but to me, my favorite, and I haven't seen all of his films. I've seen maybe a handful. I've not seen everything he was in, but when I see him, I will always think of Reality Bites. Bites, That's my favorite. That was one of my favorite nineties films as a teenager. And I loved Troy. Like, he's always going to be Troy in Reality Bites Me. And I thought, you know, say what you will about the film. I love that film. But um, his character, he was a dick, you know, (laughs) and he did a great job of playing that character. I thought, I thought, (laughs) thought, (laughs) salmon. Um, I thought that I enjoyed that character more than I did Mm. first Reform. I'm sorry. But
1: Ethan Hawke is somebody who is, you know, he could be... uh, he could be a much bigger star if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, he's a good actor. He's very talented, um, but he likes to pick roles that challenge him. And I, I really that. appreciate that, when, when people he did, that. We
0: didn't see that other film with the kid that, like, they followed the kid, right? He was in that.
1: Oh, This like, Boy's Life or. No, This
0: Boy's Life is with Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: No, it's like. It was a Malik film, right? No, you know the one you're talking about? No, Where I don't they know. They follow these kids for.
0: Like years and years yeah. or whatever it was. I oh, was no, it like... I'm thinking of something else. No, was it boy something boy yeah uh when i i didn't see that i know that got like a lot of buzz but yeah. i didn't see that maybe he maybe that was the performance of his life i don't know i don't know but this film was mm, i don't know i enjoyed the ending i enjoyed the the there were times where like the opening scene looked really beautiful yeah. and then there were times that the scenes looked like badly lit almost. Mm-hmm. It It looked like a completely different camera or, or like yeah, didn't yeah. even look like it was filmed on the same camera sometimes. That was just kind of weird. Yeah. I think for that caliber of a filmmaker, I I just didn't expect that. Some of the scenes looked really beautiful and cinematic and, and the tone and the the mood was awesome. And then other times, not so much. Not so much. And there was one scene that just goes on forever. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not a fan of those types of like that really long scene. It's yeah. different like I I I can deal with a one-taker, especially yeah. if it's done well. Um there was one film with Michael Fassbender. I forget he's in jail.
1: Yeah, the one yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: it's one take. I mean, I think it's like just a 20 two, minute two scene. People, it's
1: Like a pretty wide shot, two people yeah. sitting at a table and they just go
0: that through it. That was the done scene. really well. And yeah. as an actor, I'm just like having a heart attack cuz I'm thinking one person fucks up. You got to do this whole scene all over again. Yeah. Um that I really enjoyed. I liked the way they did that, but this scene was not it wasn't it wasn't a one take scene, mm. but it just seemed to go on for too long for me,
1: yeah, a bit overwritten maybe yeah,
0: I don't know i get i would give mm. it like a c
1: plus plus i'd agree I would agree with that
0: it's like a c plus you know if you if you got the time and when you get to the scene that I'm talking about, you'll know you'll know you'll you'll know you'll know so um you'll see you'll see. So actually, I want to. I, I'm, I'm going to just go off on a tangent here. Okay. What would what would a show without guests be if I didn't have I didn't go off on some kind of tangent? tangent. So tangent there... corner. What's the show? <laughs> tangent Tilly over here. Yeah. Um, there is there is something that this is. It's not film related, and then it goes into being film related. Yeah. So women, you will know what it's like when, especially a middle aged or uh, older man tells you to smile oh
1: yeah. yeah yeah this
0: chaps my ass to no end yeah we already know how that feels mm-hmm. but i'm gonna bring this into the cinematic world okay into the world of cinema cinema there is an equivalent to that mm-hmm. in cinema mm-hmm. that is done to writers so this this hits both male and female okay it's it takes all prisoners
1: okay <laughs>
0: And the equivalent to telling someone that you do not even freaking know to smile is to tell a writer to write happier stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, that's my response. To, you need that. to write something fun. You need to write like happier stuff. Why? For you? Yeah.
1: So are you funding? I want because I'll write something. I happy want you, you to just
0: like go on this journey with me here as artists, mm-hmm. right? I write because that's. What brings me joy and what I write, the, the subject matter that I write is how I express myself artistically. So you, as someone who doesn't matter, yeah. is telling me that I should drop that fulfillment that I get from it mm-hmm. so that I could write something that you like, yeah. that makes you feel better. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, And I can, I've, I've lost count of how many times I've gotten this. It pisses me off Mm. to no end. And I am in no way comparing myself to great filmmakers, but people who are already there's tons of filmmakers out there who write only certain types of things. There's tons of filmmakers and writers that only write comedy.
1: He just writes crap. Yeah, he just
0: writes piles of turd, (laughs) cinematic (laughs) turd set to explosion. Nobody, you know, you either like his shit or you don't, right? So you either watch it, right? You're one of those people that you know bless your heart that watches that and goes like that's amazing Mm -hmm. or you're you have good taste right and you go like this is (laughs) terrible and i i never want to watch anything that this person makes again because oh my god i just don't understand why we think it's okay to make that request Mm. But if you if you want to see funny stuff and and my stuff is too depressing here's here's the option don't watch it yeah Right Now, if I'm calling your house daily, if I crawl through your window in the middle of the night and I get close to your face, I'm like, hey, watch my movie. Here's the Vimeo password. Watch my movie. Then you would have a right to be like, listen, you need to write happier shit if you're going to come crawling into my window at night scaring the shit out of me. I'm not doing that. Right. You, I, I will mm-hmm. eventually when I figure out how to get into your house. But if if that if I were harassing you on the daily to watch my stuff and you're like, hey, I really don't like that kind of stuff. I, if it was cheerier, I'd watch it. That's one thing. Just don't watch our shit then. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't like what I write, then don't watch it. But do not request that I should abandon what makes me happy yeah. and how I express myself to adopt something that you think I should be making. Yeah holy hell
1: yeah well those are the same people that don't like game of thrones
0: no there it's not i've (laughs) gotten it from all types of people i've gotten it from all types of people honestly that have just been like oh when are you going to write something happy Mm. uh around the same time that you mind your fucking business right around that time that's when i'm going (laughs) to write something that's happy what do you care what i'm writing yeah i don't write for you like what what Yeah, there's so again, like you have the Michael Bay's of the world, right? That just there's that. And then you have people that just write comedies. So Mm -hmm. go watch their movies as if there aren't other comedies out there. It's like we had this like like this uh, this film apocalypse and there's only certain films that survives and people are like, can somebody make something happy, please? Mm -hmm. Because it's a tough world out there. There's comedy all over the place.
1: I feel like it's the same people that if you want to go watch
0: something that's like blatantly stupid and that has like, you know, a. Stereotypical comedic moments mm. that have absolutely no basis. Go watch a fucking Rebel Wilson movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like they, yeah. they, I think the whatever movie she was just in with Anne Hathaway is yeah. like being torn apart. I mean, yeah. when we saw the trailer to that in the theater, I was like, really? No, thank you. Really?
1: It's it's not my thing, and you know what? I won't watch it.
0: I won't watch it. Problem
1: solved.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't like that crap, so I don't watch it. If mm-hmm. you like that crap, then go watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm not a comedic. I have a very dry and very dark humor, Mm -hmm. in case you haven't noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I write comedic stuff, it's not that I... And that's the thing, too. Practically every one of our skits are comedic. So I don't understand why people are always like, you need to write happier stuff. I mean, do you know how much stuff that I've written that, that that had at least some sense of comedic timing and was we had a
1: whole film that was a comedy give me
0: a, yeah but it's a dark comedy it's yeah, like it's not apparently. it's not the kind of so it's not enough that i'm i'm writing a comedy it's not the kind of comedy that you want yeah. i don't write for you yeah. fyi i i write what i like and if you don't like it then you don't have to partake mm-hmm. and that's it stop saying that to people that's so rude mm. rude pretentious much yeah
1: I feel like it's the same people that say, like, you know what you should do? You know? Yeah. Whatever you tell them something. You
0: know what you should do? You know what you should be doing? Have you ever looked into... Tell me. Tell yeah. me. I'm so glad that we met. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do until like I met me you. Be like me giving
1: somebody exercise advice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what you should do? You should run every day.
0: Why? Yeah. Why, what, what's chasing me? Why would uh, I yeah. run? <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to save up all of that adrenaline from, from like, the time when a bear actually does just pop out of somewhere. Yeah. I want to be ready to just haul ass. I'm not going to do that on the daily.
1: On the daily.
0: <laughs> so that's that's it. That's it. So we, um, we're supposed to have a guest next week. Again, you know, I'm, I'm weird about... Why do you... What's with the feet kicking? What? I'm moving around. Jesus. Um, and now the Jimmy leg. I don't, I can't, yeah. this, it, it's like toddler needs a nap. Like, that's it. <laughs> you've had enough podcast time. Okay. Um, so we're, we'll see if that, if we do, it's a, it's a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how all that goes. But we are counting down the weeks to our crowdfunding. So that's stressful.
1: Yeah. So follow us on the Instagram and Twitters to, um, to keep up with that stuff.
0: Yeah. If you want. We
1: have a uh, go gorilla film. Uh, a vital sign film, follow those now,
0: <laughs> go do it,
1: or don't, I'm not your dad, I don't care, but please do,
0: or we're gonna crawl into your bedroom in the middle of the right. night and whisper that with that with the links to both hey go over here.
1: you wanna do this. I'm gonna set all your favorites in your laptop to mm-hmm. our sites
0: mm-hmm. like That's what every, we do when like we go to like so- <laughs> like <laughs> yep. the
1: Mac store or something we just or Best Buy or Best Buy, and we just put all the computers on our website. Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm not even ashamed to say that's yeah. the first thing I do when I go there. Because you're usually in there like looking for something or oh, at yeah. something or whatever and I'm bored out of my mind. So I'm like, I go to every laptop and I'm like, send through productions, send through productions, send through productions, send through productions. Yeah. And I've actually stood around like a creep and, and watched, watched people yeah. like look at it and go like, oh, what is that? And somebody was like watching one of the trailers once, and I was like, "Got
1: you!" Yeah, see, hey, there, there's a. Tip but then you for were you. like,
0: you were like calling me, so I didn't get to see the part where they were like, "That was garbage." <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, in my mind, we gained a new fan. That's how I like to think yeah. of it. They and watched. if you're listening
1: right now, thank you.
0: Best Buy, Best Buy fan.
1: Best Buy Bill.
0: <laughs> I was. Best Bill. I like to think you know they went. Oh, hey, that was really entertaining. I'm going to follow these people for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I care about what they care about. I'm in. I'm invested for the long haul. Yep. Yeah. So we did actually, I will just say something. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I will just mention how in our plans, in our film plans and in budgeting... We did not initially anticipate how badly we were gonna need a van.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we fit everything in the car, but Barely. Barely. And that's none of that's nothing else. That's it's not just ba- equipment. It's not <laughs> clothes or food or anything.
0: No. So, and people, other people's and, yeah. Well, and theirs yeah. their clothes and their yeah. and their stuff. Yeah. So we've we've had to tack on an additional like four ish hundred dollars to be able to get a big van. old van to put everything into. That mm-hmm. was that was interesting. Yeah. We started Which like, kind like of thinking, of, but Yeah, I mean I I thought like, oh well, I thought of it more of like, wouldn't it be great? So yeah. that we wouldn't have to. And then when we packed up the car just to do the teaser, I was like, shit, like how are wait a minute. Okay, wait. So we have to get three other people yeah. into another car with yeah. all of the luggage. Sure do. Plus all the stuff that we have to bring with us. And it's, you know, actual um, appliances. Like, I'm going to have to bring a blender with me and a toaster and all these things because there's not a toaster there. There's a toaster oven, but there's not a toaster. Mm -hmm. And you're picturing, you you have to figure uh, five people getting up every, because five people are saying, I was like, getting up every morning and everyone waiting in line for a toaster oven. Like, are you kidding me? like, that's going to take forever. So I was like, all right, I'm going to have to actually bring appliances with me Mm -hmm. and we need more room. More room means more money. So we'll see how that goes. So shout out to Steady Geekin and Reality Bomb Comic House who are at the Hudson Valley Comic Con -Con this weekend. weekend. I think by the time most people hear this, it will have been over. So Mm -hmm. hopefully all went well for them. We could not go, unfortunately, because we had to do all these pickup shots and get this crap together. Yeah, Because we are running out of time. So um hope everything went well for them and of course you know shout out Barry. to Perry cuz he's listening cuz what else is he going to listen to Perry <laughs> Yeah you need lunch that's yeah. what that's what happened there nap and a lunch yeah. it's nap time and lunch time and little snacky snacks yay snacks um, yeah not up for debate and like everyone else who listens to us you know whoever you peeps are yeah. we love you and if you have any hey, questions
1: or requests send send us we got you can send us a, a, all the informations in the uh, info below but you know at at go film on instagram twitter and facebook it's all the same across all the platforms at go film at platforms. gmail so, at Go Gorilla Film, and you'll find us. And hey, hit us up. Let us know. You, We've actually had some guests on that reached out to us. So, you never, never know. We are pretty busy, but. All depends. All depends. All right, y'all. All right.
0: Bye-bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love we couldn't decide on a song. We love we couldn't decide on a song. So, we came up with this one.